0: Welcome to the Pastor Nora King podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Romans 10, 17, turn, if you will. It's, a, it's very familiar scripture to most of us, I'm sure. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God says, I give you the weapon of faith, and it comes to you when you hear my word. Tonight, faith is coming. Now, the Bible does say in one, I think it's Hebrews, that faith did not profit them, not, or the word did not profit them not being mixed with faith. So you can hear the word and not get faith. But when the Word comes, you can have faith if you want it. Amen? You can have it. It can be there for you. So faith comes. How does it come? By hearing. When you read your Bible, faith comes. When you listen to the preaching of the Word of God, faith comes. When you turn your TV on and they're ministering, and they've got the Scripture, faith comes. When you're listening to a song that is scriptural, faith comes. So out there, faith is is out there, and God is making it available. And faith comes, and you lay hold. Amen? The Bible says in Psalms 119, 13, "...the entrance of my word brings light." It gives light." So when God's Word comes, there might be darkness, cloudy, you know, inability to perceive, to have, to understand. But the light comes and the darkness dispels and goes. Amen. My Word gives light. So really we could say this faith comes by hearing the Word of God so we can say a lack of faith comes because we don't hear the Word of God have you ever been in a time in your life where you feel very weak in faith I have you feel like if you have to fight a battle you're not really equipped if you have you know, the enemy come against you or a situation or circumstances that might come up that would be difficult, you wouldn't be ready for it? Have you ever felt like that? We all have been that way. But God doesn't want us to have a lack of faith. He wants us to be full of faith, and even He wants our faith to grow exceedingly. Not just get a little dabble, do you? He wants us to grow in our faith. And faith that flourishes is a faith that feeds on the Word of God. Now, I just tell you, you know, I don't spend every waking moment of my time in the Bible, do you? Because if we did, we would never do anything. Or I don't spend it praying all the time. Because if we did, we'd never do anything for the Lord. Okay? But you have to have a good steady diet of the Word of God. Just like you need three meals balanced, right? No cake and junk you know, food and crystals and, you know, all that You need balanced. You see, you need balance in the Word of God too. Did you know that? You just don't study the same thing all the time. Now, I'm not saying a minister that's got, you know, a, an area of expertise and that's what they, I'm not talking about that. But, but still, you can't exclude all the rest of the Word of God even at that, you know. But you need to be balanced in the Word of God. And you know, that's what I really appreciate about Eddie, my husband. I really appreciate that he is very well balanced in the Word of God. Now, he's got areas where the Lord uses him and he excels in that. But yet he's very balanced in the Word of God. And you see, if you get out of balance, then you start doing squirrely things. You start doing what we call flaky things, and then we label you at no I don't. <laughs> flake. Would all the flakes lift their hand? No, you're not going to do that, are you? Because we don't have flakes. We have fair and balanced right all right so a lack of hearing god's word will cause us to have weak faith okay and that weak faith when the fight in life comes you know then we can't do what we need to do amen So we need to constantly read and listen to the Word of God, which is the gospel, the good news. Aren't you so thankful that it's good news? He didn't say, listen to the guilt and condemnation preachers. You know, some preachers are really good at putting people under guilt and condemnation. You know, the Spirit of God can move sometimes, and He might convict and convince, that's for sure. But, you know, when you have a steady diet of guilt and condemnation, do you know that you can never do anything for the Lord because you're too beaten down? You have no confidence? Come boldly to the throne of grace. You couldn't do that. You'd crawl. You know, when you're beat down, you have guilt and condemnation. Amen? All right. Um, what time is it? i got a few more minutes. Let's look at Romans 5. Um, we could read all around this, but I'm going to read for time's sake. I'm just going to look at verse number 17, Romans 5:17. For if by one man's offense death reigned, by one. Now, who would this one person be that death came into the world? Adam. Through what Adam did, he brought death into the world. And so God looked at that, and he saw that, of course, Adam being led astray, and he, well, I shouldn't even say it that way, because really he just plunged into it, didn't he? But he got off course, and because he did that, death came in. So God looked at it, and he said, okay, to, to straighten this, To fix this, I've got to do something. Okay, now let's look what it says. Adam brought death. Much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. So death came by Adam, but reigning in life and the gift of righteousness came through Jesus Christ. Who did it come for? The special ones. No, it came for each one of us. He said that we would receive the abundance of grace. I love how that says that. God, even though, you know, we may be sinners... We may be a mess. We may be a basket case. We may just have all these problems. God says, I'll fix that for you. I'll restore to you. I've got an abundance of grace. Abundance. You know, if I cook a meal and I fix... Let's talk about food, okay? If I fix fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy and biscuits. Forget those vegetables, folks. (laughs) No, we'll sprinkle some fried okra in there. Fried okra. And somebody said, yeah, get the witness. And green tomatoes, fried green tomatoes. And then on top of that, we're going to have some blackberry cobbler. Woo! See, we, get, we shout about that. <laughs> now, we're, we're going to be starving. Okay, and let's just say I've cooked all of that up. And I mean on that table, I have enough for 20 people to come over to my house and eat. I've got all of that ready. You know? Yeah, so y'all be there. Okay, so and maybe, you know, I have five people over. Okay, I have five people over. i got a lot more food, don't I? I have an abundance of food. I can ask other people to come and, you know, partake of that and enjoy that. Well, you see, that's what God does. He sets the table. He has that table spread where the saints of God are fed. Isn't that right? And He has an abundance of provision, an abundance of grace that is provided for us. And that grace says... You might have been dead because of your trespasses and sin, but you can reign and experience this abundance of grace through Jesus Christ and reign right now in this life. He didn't say reign when you get to heaven. He said reign in this life. What does a king reign? See, we don't know a lot about kings, you know, because in in our day and time, kings are not really uh, prevalent. You know, and if they are, they don't have much authority, right? If we know of a king, they don't have much authority. But in that day, a king had great authority, and what he said and spoke had power. What he did had power. And so you see, that's the kind of king that God wants us to be one that has the authority and the power. Why? Because we're such hot shots? No, because He brought us in. And He gave us, that it talks about here, the gift of righteousness. So righteousness is a free gift. Isn't that wonderful? Think about it. Now, if we went out here on the street and there was a homeless person, And they were on the side of the road. I know everybody in here that we'd have compassion on them. I know that we would. But I want you to just imagine what Jesus would do. He takes that tattered and worn person, worn out, weary person, and he brings them in off the street, and he washes them up with his blood, He forgives them. He cleanses them. And then He goes and gets a robe and puts it on that person. You know who that person is? It's me and you. We're that homeless person. We're the person in sin and trespasses. And Jesus said, I give you a gift of righteousness. I make you a king. And I tell you... You're going to reign in life. You see, but what does the devil try to do? This is where the good fight of faith, he tries to rob you. He tries to get you under guilt and condemnation. When you know what you said to your husband yesterday. You know what you did to your kids. You know how ugly you've been at work. You know, I want to tell you, if you go into the Father, into the throne room, and you got those hands out like I told you I go in sometimes, here I am, God, I've been ugly today. I said such and such. I lost my temper. You know, whatever it is, bring it in there. Here, God, you already know it. I'm not trying to cover it up. But I'm telling you, this is a powerful truth right here. Let's read it again. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign, be a king in life by one, Jesus Christ. In other words, it took one to bring in the curse. And it took another to destroy the curse and bring in the blessing. And now God calls you and He tells you to fight the good fight of faith and you can do it and not have to be condemned about your past, about what you did yesterday if you repent of it. Now I'm going to tell you, if you carry that stuff around and don't repent you're not going to get anything from God. You're not going to be reigning as a king, and I'm not going to be reigning as a king. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess, this is for the Christian. This scripture is for the uh, the Christian. If you confess your sin, He is faithful and just to forgive you and then cleanse you from what? All unrighteousness. And then you get back the righteousness In the right standing with God, in other words, that's what it's talking about. You get back in right standing, and then when the devil or people come to try to condemn you, well, you're not going to get that, you've been believing for that, but you might as well forget it, you're too ugly, you're too nasty, you know? But you say, I have the abundance of grace. I have the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, and my sin is under the blood. Amen? Now, you can't presume on God's grace, so I don't want to leave anybody with that impression. You can't presume on God's grace. You know what I'm talking about. You do things, act ways, you know what you're doing when you do it, and you repent, but you have no thought of doing things differently. You know, you not going to work for you, I'm sorry. Revelation is flowing. Well, did you know it or not? Okay, I thought you did. All right. So, when do you reign as a king and a, a king under the Lord? When? Now, in this life. All right. How do you reign? Through Jesus Christ. Everybody say that. Through Jesus Christ. It's in Him you move. In Him you live, and in Him you have your being. Outside of Him, we go back to the tattered, homeless person on the street. It's in Him, and we better remember, it's not us. It's not our great gifting, because all it takes is that anointing to just be lifted, and there we stand, naked. You know what I'm talking about, naked in Ourselves. We have nothing without Him. So we see, when do we receive it? Is now. How do we receive it? Through and in Jesus Christ. And it comes to us by the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is a gift that God gives. So we're to reign in life through Him, aren't we? Are we reigning? Or have we been pulled off the throne? Has our chair been taken, seated with Christ in the heavenly places? See, we need to ask ourselves that. You know, this is not a bunch of hype that we're talking about. This is the reality of the Word of God. And I can remember when I started learning these things... And it was like, you know, we talk about a kid at Christmas with a new toy. You know, it was that kind of thing. I mean, it was just like, shout and rejoice. Hallelujah, can you believe this? What have I been listening to all these years? What have I been believing? Nothing. I've been believing nothing. Now, I'll just, my dad was a good preacher. But I wasn't believing anything because I didn't know you could. I thought that if I just held out until the end, and sometimes that was a little shaky. You know, if I thought if I held out to the end when I go to heaven, then everything will be okay. But God said, No! Use your fi- faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Use it now. Reign as a king. Get what belongs to you in your inheritance and your blessings. Fulfill God's call on your life. Be a blessing to someone else. Sow your life into this spiritual kingdom and make a difference in this world. Can you say amen? I believe that God wants to boost our faith. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.